Welcome to this episode of Half Past Goon. I'm Stephen Venata, and I'm here with my co-host, Thomas Murdoch. Hi, guys. And Joe Piccarello. Hey, all right. So <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a quick minute since we all talked. How is everyone's breaks? What, what's going on, boys? What's going on, goons? Oh, boy. You know, Stephen... Um, you know, you, you, you want to know what me and the United States of America have in common? I would love to know. We've both recently gotten ourselves into a lot of debt. <laughs> 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 and, you know, we could sit here, I could tell you all the poor financial decisions I've, I've made in the past week or two. And I could attest to them. <laughs> yeah. Joe is there for them. But, or, you know, where we could just not talk about that. And we could just, we could get, get over it. Yeah, okay? this is a safe space. You know, we, we, we want you to feel, you know, confident here. How, have you accrued any, any debt, Joseph? You know, it's always healthy to accrue a little bit of debt. That's yeah. what they say. Mm -hmm. I've been saying that for a while. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Well, you want a healthy amount of debt, you know. You don't want to, you want to pay the principal on that debt. You know, you want to work it out. You want to get your credit up. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But you don't want, uh, like some people, to accrue an irresponsible amount of debt. What does that mean when, when you say that? <laughs> uh, I don't think I need to explain it to you. Like irresponsible? Like what? Like over, over, like what number are you thinking? I, how about I give a number and you tell me if it's more or less. Okay. Yeah. How's like several thousand dollars sound? Uh, well, you see, the problem is, is that once these uh, w once these bets go through, I'll be in yeah. no debt. I'll have complete. Oh, all right, you're, really? you're rolling your hand. Yeah. So, Took like four-way par parlay on the. Yeah. Three. Once this parlay hits, I'll be good to go. Mm -hmm. Have you ever, you know, accruing debt? I'm assuming it's for your campaign, uh, for your yeah, Wyoming well, yeah. race. Yep. For, for the viewers that don't know, Thomas is actually running for the House of Representatives. Actually, oh, are we doing? I I paid. I guys, I did pay for. This, I'm talking to the viewers right now. I paid for like a couple minutes just to run some ads. So I think that's what we're doing right now. Steven's going to probably charge me for this later, but <laughs> Thomas know. is a special guest today. We're making him pay to be here. Well, hold mm -hmm. on, Thomas. In in your experience accruing debt have you ever run into a ceiling um no they just keep letting me spend really really <laughs> yeah, that I keep sounds i keep spending that yeah. sounds like the friend that you were saying that you're just like because um i don't know if you guys heard there's a lot of talk at the you know when i go to the gas station to fill uh, my f-150 up with the boys right you know there's a lot of talk from average americans about the debt ceiling it's a very pressing issue for the everyday american yeah, suddenly everybody knows about the debt ceiling. It's very weird. <laughs> very weird how that happened. <laughs> so, yes, the first thing we're going to be talking about today is, you know, the, the energetic and very, you know, important issue to Americans. That is the debt ceiling. So can you give me a little... And, and let me just say, I love debt. I think it's great. And I think we should do more debt. That's, that's basically my financial... Uh, pos position. If America has thirty-one trillion dollars of debt, how could it be yeah. bad? How could debt be bad? 
if we have that much. Yeah. I mean, if you think about all the things America has a lot of, freedom, um, patriots, debt. That's um, enough patriots, but it could have more. Red meat. I don't know. (laughs) A lot of red meat. Am I missing anything? All good things, right? Amazing. I mean, I love all of those as an American. Yep. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of upset that we have so much debt. Like, what's up with that? Interesting. I think we need to cut Social Security. Yeah, I think. <laughs> and I, I think I have is. some friends in Congress who agree. <laughs> I think you have a lot of friends. I think you have about 221 friends. <laughs> okay. So what is what is going on? Give me the rundown. Break it down. So basically, Uncle Sam, <laughs> we all know him. Uncle Sam. Love mm-hmm. that guy. He's uh he borrowed a lot of money to spend on things that you guys like mostly war love it but yep. mostly war participating also social spending um we spent a lot on war and uh i joke about that but actually the majority of the debt that we're in is because of social security medicaid and medicare because war pays for itself because hmm. war literally pays for itself <laughs> uh our military budget is only like a a fraction of the amount that we spend uh compared to social safety nets um which is a good thing it's not a bad thing that we spend on social safety nets there's a lot of people who benefit greatly from those social safety nets but the hard truth is that when you're a country as big as america with an economy as big as america you're going to go into debt you're going to borrow more than you spend or more borrow more than you make um unless we wanted to drastically cut benefits for people we would we're gonna have to deal with that uh otherwise we're gonna go over the debt limit which would be impossible because we have a debt ceiling um and when we go over the debt ceiling uh you don't you just default on it and that's not good so what what happens if we default on our on our what was it thirty one trillion dollars worth of debt? I we wouldn't default on all of it. We would just default on everything after it. Mm. So every time we spend more, we would have to start, I guess, defaulting on debt that we have recently, which would mean that. So the last time something like this almost happened was in twenty eleven. And what actually happened was the uh, we were over the debt ceiling for so long that our our perfect credit rating, our AAA credit rating as America, mm. actually got downgraded to only AA, where it still is now. Which means we pay more interest on our debt, which means we spend more. Um, but it's just bad. Basically, uh, we're looking at a fight this time. Uh, in Congress over the debt ceiling that could probably lead to some serious like global ramifications for the global economy. So would you say that now was not the best time to put my life savings in the stock into the stock market? Would that be Um, a a correct statement? The stock market? Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably not. If you put your life saving into US Treasury bonds right now, that'd be really dumb. But if you put your money into 
<laughs> you put your money into uh, the stock market. That's really your that's really your decision. Although, if we do go over the debt limit and the whole global economy crashes, then you could keep your money anywhere except for underneath a mattress and you go away. <laughs> Good lord, why is this happening? Why is this happening now? I mean, we have to renew the debt the debt ceiling. How often? Uh, every time we hit it. Every time we hit it. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> good Lord. You know what I want to know is who thought it was a good idea to give us money and expect us to pay it back. <laughs> that was never going to happen. I, never. I don't know why we have to pay it back. Come and take it. How about that? Whoever, whoever these loan sharks are that are loaning out money to America, come, get, come collect. See what happens. I, I, so this has happened throughout history multiple times since its implementation uh, when Congress received the power to raise the debt ceiling. Was it, was it formerly the president that had the ability to raise it? Or there was no debt ceiling, wasn't there? So there, before, before uh, 1939, there was no debt ceiling. And then they instituted this uh, like limit on the amount of debt that we could go into. For a while, the United States actually used to balance its budget, which is like, believe it or not, when Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid was first created, which was Social Security during FDR and Medicare and Medicaid during um, the Lyndon Johnson administration, the budget was actually balanced. Mm. So we spent as much as we made. So we weren't going into a crazy amount of debt. It wasn't really until like Reagan that we started getting into crazy, crazy debt. And that was, that was because of military spending really. And that was because we were at the height of the cold war. But anyways, um, the debt ceiling didn't exist until 1939. Congress just always increases the debt ceiling. It's never been a problem before. It hasn't been a problem until the freedom caucus sort of became a thing. And then once they became a thing, they realized that they could use it as leverage to negotiate for social, social spending cuts. Uh, which is now why we're here. Do you think there is weight to their argument that there should be cuts because the debt we've occurred that has no. incurred? No. No. So no. there's a theory they just want to the cut case. Medicare. Yeah. I know. I know they just want to cut it, <laughs> but like behind all their bullshit, do you think there is a, a general, you know, good idea between more, you know? financially stable investments no um (laughs) i think that we're the biggest economy we're Mm -hmm. the biggest spenders we're the biggest takers we're the biggest everything we're the the biggest for america Mm -hmm. nobody's ever going to tell america ever that hey like cut cut the shit it's enough time you spend too much money it's never yeah, gonna you happen. guys are being irresponsible you guys are being irresponsible <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah it's never gonna happen we print the money so we could spend the money hmm. um so in that case i don't think that there's ever a point where america naturally defaults on its debt ever no matter how much we spend once a country gets so big i mean like japan is in like i think like four quintillion dollars of like debt or something oh, ridiculous or, or yen or what is it in in japan i don't know but um no they're idea. in a ridiculous amount of debt 
and it's just it, it happens shit happens you get into debt the whole world's into in debt about but what's important is that we do not negotiate with these republican congress losers who <laughs> think that they have any sort of power I'm I'm ready I'm ready to default. I don't really care what happens. I'm just I'm not giving them shit. My life savings I'm, care what happens. That's fine, Stephen. You're gonna lose it and, oh, and we'll prove a point. Oh good lord. How bad will it be if we def- um default? I, I've heard a lot. I've read a lot about it and I I'm hearing crazy things. Uh, I, the main thing I'm hearing is we don't know how bad it will be because it's never happened. Yeah, yeah. it hopefully will never happen. But if it happens, it would probably be catastrophic. Yeah. If it was ever gonna happen, I feel like this Congress it'd be now. It's it's time. It's now it's now after the shit Matt Gates pulled when he was electing McCarthy as speaker. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could totally see it where it's just down to a few votes. And he's like, screw it. That's fucking like McCarthy was feeling a little disrespected, a little demasculated by by that whole kerfuffle that was going on for that past couple of weeks. Mm. And I think he's going to try and put his foot down and really make a point that you don't mess with Kevin McCarthy unless you want the you know, unless you want the horns. <laughs> you think he has that power? Nobody messes with Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody I mean, does. Like, how much strength do does the Freedom Caucus, this small group of Republicans? have against the will of the majority of the group because it's thin margins here i mean well they're they're asking for some crazy shit some wild stuff mm-hmm. their demands what was it it was this is also huge it, yeah yeah it's huge but i i don't think all of the members are they do have to vote all in the same direction i i believe on certain um, issues they they I mean they will Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean, We're but um, it only takes about four or five members of Congress flipping either way for the. De- this is why I personally don't think that we're gonna default on our debt. Yeah, I'm not super worried about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm worried about it because Kevin McCarthy is is inept and he's probably the worst speaker we've ever seen already. Mm. But um, he's not. not it's a rough. It's been a rough start already, but um, I think you have Congress people like Brian Fitzpatrick, Nancy Mace. You have people sort of who are more you would could say moderate, but you say that with tongue in cheek, who are not going to let the United States default on its debt. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it comes down to the situation too, where it's like at least some handful of Republicans would side with democrats to raise the debt ceiling right like probably but would they vote they probably some of them agree that you they should i bet most of them agree that they should raise the debt ceiling mm-hmm. but they're not gonna throw their party under the under the mud and get blasted on fox news for being a socialist for the next two years and then lose their next election yeah yeah no i i agree um the crux of the question is whether or not democrats want to negotiate I feel like if Democrats give an inch, Republicans will fold. I think that they're looking yeah. for any sort of win. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that 
I don't think that Democrats should give them an inch. I think that they should stand firm, wait for them to. Well, and it, I mean, they're asking for like a mile, so hmm. I don't even know. They're asking for a be. lot, but I, yeah, right. What do you think this will do to public opinion? Say we default. What do you think public opinion of this feels? Like, is uh, is Biden going to be blamed for this? Is the Democrats going to be blamed blame from this? I I find it hard to personally personally believe that people will be like, oh, the damn Republicans yeah. didn't raise the debt ceiling. I think it's whoever the president is, it's their yeah. fault. And it's, it's just how it is. And it's not completely, you know, an incorrect way to think about it. Yeah. But I I don't see this as good for Democrats if they let them default. No, I don't think it's going to default, but yeah. Either way it'll be a mess. So the the closest thing we have to gauge what public opinion would look like is when the government shuts down. Mm-hmm. And generally speaking when the government shuts down they blame Congress not the president. Really? Usually. Um, there was a case where there was a very long shutdown during the Obama administration yep. where they tended to blame Obama, but there was multiple shutdowns, um, since, and since then, since I believe 2011, when the first shutdown occurred, um, where it tends to be that Congress is blamed for the shutdown, not, not the president. Mm-hmm. So shutdowns are unpopular. Defaulting on the debt would be incredibly unpopular. But um, so would a 30% sales tax on every good. That's not happening. That's not happening. There's I know no... it's not happening, but they can't think that that's going to be good. Is that for part of, I thought that was, a, that was a different bill from the debt ceiling bill. Is that the no, same that's, bill? That's the, that's the negotiating. Position. Really? That's their demands. Yeah. Really? It's cut, so, yeah, it's cut spending, raise taxes on, or raise taxes on the poor, basically. That's, that is literally yeah. spitting in Democrats' face. That's such. What's well, spinning just, in the face of every working class American? Yes, yes. But that's mm-hmm. that's a deal, knowing that Democrats aren't going to take it. Yeah, they can't. Oh yeah. That. Well, no, that's what no. they want. I know. They're looking at their poll. Every so Democrats are looking at their polling, Republicans are looking at their polling, and they're trying to figure out how do I get out of this mess more popular than the other party. That's really what they're thinking. When they're mm-hmm. what they obviously what they should be thinking is how do we abolish or raise the debt ceiling again um and get out of this mess but um they're wondering how to get out of this mess more popular than they entered and i don't know i just don't have any confidence that kevin mccarthy can do anything at all no no i don't either this don't underestimate kevin mccarthy (laughs) (laughs) we good lord we have some underdog story he he's gone through a lot, Thomas, to get yeah. where he de- where he deserves to be. True. Um, we still have a decent amount of time before this becomes a real issue. It is already an issue. The Treasury is already in using uh some some of their power to, I think it's to leverage what debt gets paid, right? So we're already in a bad position, but the point where we actually start defaulting isn't until. A few weeks, a few months, I believe. Um, we've already hit the debt limit. Yeah, but we have like extra cash laying around, basically, where we can yeah. spend that cash. The U.S. Treasury, Treasury has is just 
reaching in their pockets, looking behind their desk. Yeah, Janet Yellen is reaching in her purse, picking out yeah. a couple couple <laughs> hundred thousand dollar bills. But yeah, it, that won't technically that won't be for a little Situation. while. We have a little while to negotiate, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but it's never good to wait for the last minute. That's what I learned mm-hmm. in high school. Um. This, I mean, how, how do you play out? How do you think this plays out in your view? What I think, do you see happening? I think in the end, I think in the end, we probably get downgraded another credit rating. Probably. <laughs> I think we really probably think? take it to the last minute again. Yeah. Like in 2011, they literally took it to the last minute, like last hours before, like, devastation this time i think it's going to be similar i think we're going to get to the last hours before we the default and then we're going to get well we're going to get a little spanking from the international credit union but uh you know how that goes and and i would welcome that That's what America needs right now. That is what that is what America needs right now. Good. America needs, America a, needs a spanking. We'll we'll have to keep our eyes on it. I'm sure it will come up in in future pods. But um, I I just hope that it wasn't a bad idea to put all of my money into Tesla right now. Into <laughs> Tesla right now. Into <laughs> Twitter and Tesla. That's where all my money yeah. is. No. Maybe not a good idea. Um. But within this Republican caucus that is taking America hostage is a very, very special boy. And he <laughs> and he is part of the reason why why it's at hold. George Santos is is a new addition to Congress who has been mirrored in some controversy as of late. It's so unfortunate, Thomas has froze as I'm introducing him because I'm sure he would I have know. some he would have some amazing words. He has right some now. great words for George for his buddy, his his congressional buddy, by the way, George Santos. They were best they met, I heard. Oh. Huh? It's fixing your head. What are we doing? Uh we just started talking no, about I'm, George Santos. We just transitioned to George Santos. Yeah. I'll I'll I'm gonna oh, for real? I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little sorry for that we had to cut and then Basically, okay. do it again. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, all right, three, two, one. Apologize about that. Thomas's dog actually just ate his hey. Ethernet wire, um, but we got him back. Yeah. Thomas put the dog down, and we're ready to keep the show rolling. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas is a cold-hearted murderer. All right. So what were we? What were we talking about, boys? We were talking about. I missed it. I missed it. As Your congressional a... buddy. Yeah. Your friend from Congress? Are you, you're the not kid, the about. new kid on the hill. No. Yeah. You guys didn't start talking about George Santos without me. You left. Wow. You know. You know, I've got thoughts. I've got thoughts. I want to hear them. Awesome. What, what do you What do you guys think about George Santos? No, I, I would, you first. I would love to hear your opinion. You're the one that's worked. Okay, well, I think, yeah, I have worked closely with him. Here's here's my take. Um, 
I know that he lies all the time. I think all of us know somebody in our in our private lives that's just a liar. Okay, it doesn't mean he's a bad guy. He just likes to lie. Okay, and we can work with that. Mm-hmm. I know he's a Republican by name. He's got a little R next to his name. He likes to vote with them because he thinks they're the cool kids. But I I I envision a world where we can convince George Santos that we don't care if he just wants to lie about everything all the time, as long as he just votes with us, as long as he just votes Democrat, we can, we're, we can forgive all of it. Thomas, I don't know what lies he told you, but that's not happening. There is no world. He's so deep at this point. It has been, but he's so good at it. It has been, he's not that's the point he's not (laughs) it has been three how many it's been almost a month hasn't it has been more than a month yeah since he was elected every single day there is something new it is crazy it is crazy but but all of it's harmless like i know he talked about his mom dying on 9-11 and maybe we shouldn't say that and I know he talked about his mom dying other times or that his parents died or grandparents died in the Holocaust. But these are like, they're little lies that we, <laughs> and if we just let him, like clearly he's not interested in policymaking. Clearly he doesn't really care about like being in Congress at all, helping out his constituents. He just wants to get on camera and he just wants to tell a silly little lie all the, every, every once in a while. It's, and I don't see a problem with that. He has gone by four different names. Okay. Yeah. He's gone by four different names. I. And none of this was uncovered while he was being elected. Yeah. It's, it just goes to show how easy it is to be a Republican. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> I want you all to close your eyes and put yourself... In, in Georgie's shoes. I'm feeling them. Yeah. Just imagine Big that system. you are, you want to get into politics. Mm-hmm. You have no discernible skill at anything except for grifting. Yep. And you want to make a lot of money. Like Would you join the Democratic Party? Losers. <laughs> or would you want to join the party of fun and beer? <laughs> football in america (laughs) yeah in america you make a good point the democrats the democrats have insider stock trading though you can't knock them out that is true you can't knock them out yeah but it's harder it's It's harder harder. it's harder to make money when you put your money your stocks in a blind trust than you and and then it's hard to make money when you're telling the truth about where it's going Mm It's way easier to just make a fake foundation and get people to just give you money and then keep all of the money. I, and I feel like the Democratic voters just care a little bit more about that kind of stuff. A little bit more. Yeah, than exactly. the they do. That's the problem. And that's the issue. That's the oh exact God. problem that I'm trying to get to the bottom of right now. If we just gave him a pass and we said it didn't matter, it doesn't matter how you get into Congress. It doesn't matter. <laughs> If you're an upstanding citizen who spent their life campaigning and and growing like political connections and you wanted to run because you just love America, 
it, it, your vote counts the same as George Santos's. He's already there. They can't do anything about it. I don't see why. We no, they could do a lot them. about it. Like Kevin McCarthy could do a lot about it, but can't do shit. Good, can't do shit. Good lord, man. Good lord. It's it's. <laughs> what do you think is the most like outlandish thing about this situation? The fact none of it was known while he was running for office. The yeah. fact it all came out all at once, or like the fact that the fact that he dressed in drag that one time. You think it was just one time? No, I don't think it was one time. But oh my god, I saw believe that holy shit, worst crime. I saw a tweet from someone like shit talking George Santos like a month ago, right? And then this random person replies. Ask him what he did in, like, this city in Brazil where he was dressed up as the drag king. Like, a month ago, before the story even dropped. Hey, he looked good, though. He did. Like, out of all the stuff to be embarrassed about, that was not one of them. He was actually killing it. I'm pretty sure he picked up some points in polling for Democratic voters after that one dropped. He really did win me over. (laughs) The thing that won me over is, I think, Joe, you, you remember this one, too. When he was talking about um, his, uh, <laughs> I <know> Jewish heritage, <laughs> I don't know if you heard this one, Stephen. He said, "He said." Um, so they called him out, obviously, oh for not my being God, Jewish. Bro. Yeah, they called him out for not being Jewish, and he said, "I never said I was Jewish. I said I was Jewish." And <laughs> it's that's so funny. That's so funny. Like I don't even care that that he lied about. He's a funny guy. The whole Holocaust grandparents guy. thing. He's hilarious. He's unironically the funniest person in Congress, and we need to embrace him. How... Give him a show. Put him on the news every week. Make him. Make him the the center of American politics, and I promise you, everybody's life will get better. Have you seen how he's been leaving food for reporters outside yeah, his office? Been... Uh-huh, he's been trying to win him over. <laughs> he brought That's Chick-fil-A nice. That's a nice today. Thing. He brought Chick-fil-A today. Oh, oh, God. I don't I don't know. That's sweet. Taking, like, a serious standpoint at it, like, what do you think do this that. says about American politics? Like, <laughs> it's really easy to win as a Republican. Yeah. Like, are there... If, 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 you're, if you're a Republican, you can do what you want. Are, are yeah, there going to be any lessons no learned? There's so Kevin McCarthy can't say anything bad about anybody because any the the reason he won the speakership is because he 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 agreed to a package of rules that was so extreme and so ridiculous that he can't even say anything bad about a single member of his own caucus because if they if he does they can challenge his speakership and put him up to another vote. How long it takes think, one person? It yeah. takes one person wow. to sign a petition, and, it, and he's got so much power that they, they do a revote. I, George I Santos wish, could save American politics. I wish <laughs> Kevin Gates that was his first thing. I wish that was the first thing he did after the rules package was signed. Make Kevin McCarthy go through it all again. I wish it would be great. That'd be so funny. Okay, but do you think like I'm any- just here to have a good time, and I think that's what George is here for too. And really, that's all we need. That's all we need. Oh God, do you think this scandal is gonna like impact anything? Think it's gonna change anything? Because in my opinion, no, nothing. Nothing has happened. Nothing is gonna happen. 
Like he's here I'm now. Afraid. He might get reelected next term, even. I hope he does. I think it affects Republicans on the margins. I think people who are following this are looking at the news and going, exactly like what I thought about Republicans going into the midterms is true still. That's a which good is point. that they're ridiculous extreme people and they don't they shouldn't be anywhere near power. That's very valid. This may help heighten the issue we discussed when midterms mm-hmm. around. Like Republicans are wacky and that may have been a big issue for them. Yeah. Yeah. I've got I've got a we I've got a an angle. I've got a different angle actually. All right. Okay. About about what this 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 might inspire. Uh now you're going to have to walk with me here, okay? We're going to have to take a little trip. So if you are a young unknown democratic or left-leaning like and you have a the mind of a left-leaning person but you don't have any like record of politics you've got nothing right you're a clean slate Mm. would you think it's the worst idea to pretend to be a republican and just lie your way to a seat and then switch up on him last second. But he's not switching up, and he's not the old Christian cinema. But, <laughs> but he, but he could. He could do the reverse Christian cinema exactly, <laughs> exactly, <Christian> exactly, <laughs> exactly like the reverse Christian cinema. I think George Santos has proved that it's so easy that anybody could do it, and I think that there are going to be some undercover agents posing as Democrats or posing as Republicans sneaking into the house of representatives <laughs> and <laughs> and slyly shifting the, shifting the favor oh good lord what state is he even i think from? it could happen new york new york okay but like bum fuck new york <laughs> no what hold on Mm-mm. what i remember hearing a lot about how new york midterms were screwed yeah they were screwed around. up was what? Him, I, think. I didn't I think know that was, was that was the one seat they lost right George Santos. No, I thought they lost a lot or did poorly at least. This is a seat. Well, they did poorly. On what is this? Long Island. Okay, so bum fuck. Long Island. No, it's well, that's that's Long a, Island's that's a nice. Long Island. Long Island's incredible. Yeah, Long Island's yeah, ninety nine point four four percent urban is what it says. The the median household income is one hundred thirty k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still Long Island. Um. <laughs> okay. a lot of italians right oh god i've never yep. been and i don't think yep. i'll ever be um my grandparents lived on long island for a while oh is that why the way you are watch it. so watch it i've never met a long island person at least in the city that i like mm. <laughs> a limit just a limit eviscerated the long island demographic <laughs> <of our> podcast <laughs> <laughs> if you're from Long Island, you're not allowed to watch this podcast. <laughs> hey, turn it off. I'm looking at you. George Santos. Go to the beach or something. I don't know. I don't even have good beaches there. Well, George Santos owns a lot of properties all over the world, especially in like Brazil and other countries like that. So I wouldn't say he's strictly a Long Island a Long Islander. I, I, I think she was a D plus two seat. Biden won it by 10 points. How? How does this? How did? What did he because run he's, on? He's so charismatic. What did he's he so do? funny. He's, he's not a great cute. candidate. He is not. The cute. only thing that's wrong with him is that he can't tell the truth. <laughs> and I can get past that. I can get past that. Good lord. Good lord. So, George, one, wait, hold on, George. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, 
it's not too late, man. Just pull a Kristen Cinema, do a quick reverse. We would embrace you, like we would love you. You could you could completely destroy Kevin McCarthy's whole day. You could ruin all their little plans, all their little evil plans that they've got going on. I know you know that it's not good. You just wanted to be in Congress. You did it. You got there. You did a great job. Now and the margin of the house is this big. It's this big. If it's you just so flip, small. it's so small. Yeah, you have to have oh, one other friend too, right? Like him, bring a friend. Bring a friend. Encourage yeah. Somebody else to flip. I don't know. All right. So either way, he has had a lot of controversy. You know, he's been called a drag queen. He obviously has never dressed up in drag, of course, even though there's pictures of it. There's no know. videos of that. He, he's anything. been called a drag queen. You know, some people thought he was Jewish for some reason, but mm, one thing, some reason. one thing he has not run into yet is having classified documents at his home, like a certain True. little naughty boy. Yeah. I know the biggest crime, a certain little naughty boy. You mean Jimmy Carter? <laughs> you mean, Jimmy Carter you mean had classified documents at his home. Yeah, it just came out. Really? Yeah, Jimmy Carter, like, like right now, or like. Yeah, like it literally just like like that was a thing. So it's like the National yeah. Archives, like ah oh, shit, fucking yeah. Everybody, <laughs> what we've learned in the last yep. year is that everybody has classified documents and nobody. Knows everybody just keeps. It's classified just America's and then loses them. It's just America's. But secrets. it's probably the whole the whole thing that like Fox News is freaking out about. It's the new Hillary's emails, but it's this time it's documents. The whole thing, it's over literally like 12 documents locked in a closet in a in a in a, a a pennsylvania state or whatever whatever college in pennsylvania office that joe biden has for no reason he just kind of left them there and then the, their lawyers went in found them and were like oh shit we're not supposed to have these let's give these back and then and then everybody started freaking out like he was stealing like some like government secrets mm -hmm. yeah and and they don't care about the trump thing obviously which was arguably not arguably it was way worse way more like thought criminal. through criminal <laughs> but but they're making it seem like this is the biggest thing since like benghazi or whatever yeah so it's i kind of funny i haven't seen much about the republican reporting on it i could already imagine what it is like you said, they're running with it, like yeah. mailer emails. I have seen some exactly. stuff from other sources. Like I've seen some AP articles. I've seen like- Wait, Steven, you don't watch Fox News? I, sadly, I don't get it here in my area. You know? No. The, the only time I could see it is when I when I go to my, my, my Equinox gym locker room and they play it on the fucking wow. TV. Flex for, flex the, for no reason. And no, it's because the, all the old men <laughs> that go there- <laughs> sit there and crowd around the TV and as Fox News is on. It's yeah, hilarious. No, I know what you mean. But I've seen some reporting from my like CNN um, where they're framing it more like, you know, it's not this big deal. And this is at least it's it's different than the Trump stuff. I've seen some like no bias either way from like the Associated Press. But mostly recent articles I've seen highlight more on people are taking issue with the fact that they didn't go public with 
the fact they found classified documents when they right. found them. And I think which the problem Joe rolls his eyes Joe at. Biden... Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was tw- like twelve documents. It was like literally a dozen documents. Okay, but they've been finding more, haven't they? I think, I think it's more than twelve. They, they're now. calling for them to search all of Joe Biden's little secret offices that he takes his that he takes his uh his sexy little classified documents all across yeah. <laughs> all across the country. But yeah, I think the problem was that Joe Biden was so against Trump. He was so vocal about how big of a deal it was when Trump, when this sort of the same sort of thing happened to Trump. And now they're being like, oh, he's a hypocrite and also a criminal. But it's really hard for them to spin this like it's a big deal while they are ignoring the, the bigger deal of the Trump Mar-a-Lago situation. And also the well, there hasn't been much news. The same thing about the trump case in a while like yeah, i don't even know yeah i don't even know what's still like there were some big bombshells in the beginning like how like they were looking to charge him with um not cooperating with the court and with the investigators and then since then yeah like the this special jury this whatever got it finished its conclusion and i haven't heard anything since then well he's not in jail so yeah um other than that do you think this would even be a story so uh, do you think this would be a story if trump didn't do the same thing not not well, like do you think it would be a story if joe Biden wasn't the president joe Biden. somebody else was and joe and they found these same documents in joe biden's place and they came to light and were like hey look at these classified documents that joe biden's been stealing I think the the problem is they're looking for any dirt, anything to make him seem like he's like some crime boss when he's just an elderly old man that has literally no idea where he puts anything ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And that's all. And it's as simple as that. I really don't know. I, I think mean... it comes down to uh, between the two, between the Trump story and the Biden one and the one about Mike Pence now and the one about freaking Jimmy Carter. The The thing is, just waiting for the Obama. If you're a person and you have documents and the FBI says, give them, you got to give them. You do if they say, give me, you got to give me. Because what happened with Trump was he said, Mm-mm, no, give me. He yeah. said, I don't give. I don't, I don't give. I don't These do are declassified documents. <laughs> I, I agree. My it. brain. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not how it works. And, uh, and you get, and you get, and you get spanked for that one. A lot of spanking yeah. this episode. It's the uh, well, spanked sometimes. All right, so sometimes we think it's not a big deal, but do we think the general audience is going to think it's a big deal? Do you think who's, this going to whose audience? Uh, the 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 voters, the voice of America. Oh, the well, voters. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, like, just because I'm a you know avid Fox News viewer myself, I love this, love the program. Um, I know that they are not going to shut up about this for the next two years. So, like, this is this is the well, you know, M and M's have been taking a big precedent. I think they might forget about Joe Biden. Well, in between when they're talking about M and M's and how to, how vaping is good for you, I think that they're just going to keep shilling this story and the Hunter Biden laptop story, and that's what they've got until they find something juicier. 
If you look at his approval ratings, yeah, we can pull can his see. polling up right now. Actually, yeah, actually, up on the screen. New if screen, you, new screen. There we go, new screen. Unseen before, unfinished product. Debuting a new screen. So we're actually um, looking at his polling now. Yeah, we can look at his polling, and we can see that it was actually his polling was going up for a while. Like he was at like a net negative seven, and then right after this this news story came out, which was you give you give like a little margin before you see this dip. You know, I'll zoom in. Nice. Um, you see this steep dip that shows up, and this is about the time that this document stuff starts hitting the mainstream. Do we think we're going to see that flatten out? Do you think that's going to start a larger trend? I mean, it really depends what the next big news cycle is. Like, if another thing that comes out that reflects poorly on Biden, I think we could see it drop a bit. But from what I'm seeing at this point, it's, it's starting to be the end of the news cycle for this. Yeah, I think people are already getting sort of tired of documents at this Probably, point. People want to yeah. move on to the next big thing. I don't know. His approval rating will probably start to tick back up again. Gas prices are good. The economy's good. The usual if I had markers. to take a guess, uh, Fox News will probably just start lying about what they think the documents were, and then people will start getting angry about that. But that's just that's just from you know my personal experience. If I had to bet, that's what I would bet on, on what is going to happen in the next couple of weeks. But they'll string it out as long as they can. Yeah. Well... I think uh, that every person in their right mind should take the lessons that we've learned today and discussed and go and watch Fox News to have them confirmed. Yep. Can't endorse that enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, please, please. please. Watch Fox and News. And if George Santos opens up a charity, oh, send him money. Give him money. He needs, he needs more money. <laughs> He's not going to keep it. it. He needs the money. Give it to him. Why are why are we being why are we being weird? All right, we've we've learned money. we've learned to incur debt, lie, and yeah. steal classified documents today. Yep. I think that's a great way to end off. I think that everyone could get something from this pod. Yeah. Cheat, lie, and steal. <laughs> oh good lord. So without further ado, if there's no other comments, I think that that's all the time we have for today thank you so much for listening to this episode of half past goon make sure to check us out on twitter and also on our website halfpastgoon.com other than that we will be coming back to you with the latest hot freshen right out of the stove takes straight from fox news next week all right adios see you guys are you gonna say goodbye thomas or are you just gonna stand there <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>